Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. What is up, everybody? This is Christian Brindle. Happy Monday. I hope you had a wonderful Father's Day. And this is the Everything Medicare podcast. Today is June 17th, 2019. Like I said, the day after Father's Day. Every single week, I bring you a podcast where I discuss your Medicare, your Medicaid, your Social Security, and everything that has to do with that golden age called retirement. And I hope this Monday is treating you well, wherever you are and however you may be listening. And I am bringing you this episode from Utah. If you don't know who I am, I'm a Medicare expert and specialist. Been working with people on Medicare for a number of years. I own a company called Christian Brindle Insurance Services where we work with people on their Medicare programs and we partner with pretty much every single of the largest insurance companies in the country where we're able to sort and search for folks and work with them to help them understand their options and find the best available fit that suits their specific needs and preferences. And um, every single week, I bring you a podcast on Monday and Saturday. Now, if you missed Saturday's podcast, it was episode 65, I believe, and I can't believe we've gotten that many episodes out. We're probably going to crack 100 by the end of the year at this rate, and it's very, very exciting. It's all possible because of you, every single one of you that listens week after week. If, but anyway, if you missed that podcast episode, it's episode 65 on Saturday, it was a really, really good one. I highly recommend you go back and listen to it. I interviewed one of my early teachers and real mentors and family friends, um, Craig Sharp, who's been a Medicare specialist for 17 years, and he's worked with more people than you can imagine. Um, he's highly respected in the insurance industry and highly sought after and respected by his clients. And I felt like he had some absolutely terrific insight, um, on the topic of Medicare and how seniors can use it better to, to maximize what they have available to them. So go back and listen to that one. If you haven't already, if you missed it, it's really, really good. And we're going to be bringing more and more interviews as time goes on. So we're, I'm, I'm very, very excited about that. Um, next week, um, I'm going to be interviewing a guy by the name of Justin Brock. Now, Justin Brock is probably, he has one of the largest Medicare agencies in the country, and um, he's worked with people in a way that not many other people have. He's been doing this for 20, 30 years, and um, his company in general takes care of about 13,000 people across the country. I mean, he's just a very, very intelligent and well-respected person who's had a huge impact in the Medicare industry. So I'm really, really excited to be able to bring you that episode. So stay tuned for that. But that's not what we're talking about today. Just letting you know those things are coming up and we're going to be bringing more and more interviews as the time goes on because you folks seem to like them. You see, I seem to get more positive feedback on the interview episodes than anything else. But today we don't have an interview for you, so it's just going to be me rambling, ranting, 
riffing because that's what I do more often than not on this podcast. So today we're talking about how can you make sure you're covered well when you're on Medicare, but make sure that you're not insurance poor at the same time. Because there's a lot of people that, you know, let's say they save quite a bit of money on premiums, but they're really not covered very well. And, um, and then there's the other extreme where you see a tremendous amount of people who are covered so well and they're protected from everything and they're just they're, they, they're as protected as protected can be, but their monthly payouts every month for all the premiums that they pay to make sure they're covered that way are just so outrageous and enormous that they don't have any money for anything else. There needs to be a balance. So in today's episode, I want to talk about my opinion and my process to make sure that people are covered well, they're given what they need, but they're not covered so well that they're insurance poor because that's just terrible. So I'm going to start this out with a story, okay? And you folks seem to like my stories. So we're going to start this out with a story to kind of put this into perspective and give you an example. So years ago, I worked with um, a gentleman on his Medicare health plan. For the sake of example, we're going to call him Frank, okay? So Frank... Frank was a very nice man, but Frank was also a guy who was in the business of making sure that he was protected. He was a, he was very um, nervous, very paranoid, and he and not not that there's anything wrong with that, because you know you want to make sure you're taken care of. And Frank was one of those people. And Frank was very very um, concerned about making sure that he was protected and. And everything he has was protected. Frank had the the best of the best car insurance. Frank had the best of the best homeowner's insurance. I believe he had a million dollars in coverage in life insurance. Frank had the best Medicare supplement with the most well-respected company or one of the most well-respected companies in the area. Um, but he paid a tremendous amount of money for it. And he probably could have gotten similar coverage, if not the same coverage from another company, but he was adamant at working with this company because of their reputation. Not that there's anything wrong with that, but he was probably paying $100 a month more than he needed to. Okay. Frank had the most expensive prescription plan. Frank had everything you could think of. As far as protection is concerned, Frank had pet insurance. Frank would go on trips and Frank would buy the greatest travel insurance plans. Frank spent an ungodly amount of money on insurance premiums. I'd be willing to bet that Frank probably spent more money a month on insurance premiums than a lot of people spend on their mortgages, to put this into perspective. And Frank was protected. Frank was very well protected. Now, my advice to Frank over the years was, Frank, in my opinion, I think we could still keep your coverage well, at least on what he had working with me, the Medicare stuff. The other stuff I talked about wasn't through me. I had nothing to do with it. But I knew how much he was paying for it because we talked about it. I told him, Frank, he was paying, at this point, probably double what he needed to for his plans with us combined. I encouraged him over the years to 
Let's, re- let's try to cut this premium down. Let's try to see what we can do to shave off some of the fat. He didn't want to do it because he believes so much in this particular insurance company. And it's a great company. I'm not going to say their name, but you get the picture. It was a good company, great company. I didn't think it was that much better than the other companies to justify him paying as much as he was for it, where he could get it so much cheaper for the same coverage or close to the same coverage with other carriers. So Frank paid these premiums out for a number of years. Frank then ended up going through some hardships. His wife passed away, and um, he collected life insurance money on her when she passed away. But Frank never seemed to have enough wiggle room with his finances. He never seemed to have enough in savings to where he felt like he could he could retire. Frank worked um, many, many years, and Frank actually ended up working until he was um, almost 80, before he could finally retire. And Frank ended up passing away shortly thereafter. He didn't get to enjoy his retirement as much as he would have liked to. The moral of the story is, Frank was protected from tragedies that never happened. Not saying that they can't happen, but Frank probably... Now, everything I talked about, in my opinion, is not a bad idea to have. I have every single thing that I just described Frank having on myself and for my family. I have life insurance on me. I have life insurance on my kid. I have life insurance in general. I have car insurance. I have homeowner's insurance. Um, I have health insurance, which I pay an ungodly amount for, but that's a different story. I don't qualify for Medicare, folks. So I get marketplace and plans. Because my company is not big enough yet to where we can get a group plan someday, someday. But I'll talk about that more in a minute here. But I have all this stuff. And I, I don't pay what Frank paid. And I'm an insurance broker. The moral of the story is Frank needed everything that he had in my opinion. Not, not need, maybe that's not a good word. But it was not a bad idea for Frank to have what he had. What was a bad idea is for him to max out as much as he had because no matter what and no matter what you think, there's a limit to this kind of stuff to where you can be well protected without maxing out like he did. You know, the chances of him needing the amount of coverage that he had was insanity. I think he had like $500,000 in car insurance maximum his car is his, his his policy would pay out and his auto insurance, that was never going to probably be necessary. Who knows? Maybe, I mean, what do I know? But I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. Unnecessary. The premiums were enormous on that policy. Frank was so maxed out on everything that he could have taken a haircut on the benefits on pretty much every policy and still been very well protected, but cut the premiums probably a third down or maybe half down. And it would have helped him a lot. He probably could have retired five, ten years earlier and spent more of his life in retirement where he wanted to be. But Frank <clears throat> was afraid of the sky falling. And I loved him. I loved him a tremendous amount. And I don't say this or tell this story to disparage Frank, but to use it as an example. 
because I was saddened by it and I didn't want to see it. Despite constant pleas from me to make some kind of change, Frank wanted things the way he did. Stay with me into segment two after a quick word from this week's sponsor. I'm going to tell you everything you need to know to not make the mistake that Frank did. Stay put. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome back, folks. Thanks for sticking with us. And in this episode and this segment specifically, I'm going to talk about what I feel you can do to primarily stop yourself from making sure you're insurance poor. You don't want to be insurance poor. You want to be well protected, but you don't want to be insurance poor. And there's ways around it. And you probably got something from this first segment with my story about Frank about how you can, one way, one thing you can do to avoid that. It's that. In a lot of things, whether it be life insurance, whether it be car insurance, homeowner's insurance, there the, the maximums you can get, you'd be amazed at. And a lot of it you don't really need. I mean, there's always, insurance companies are always trying to sell you as much coverage as they possibly can. Okay. So if you go to an insurance company and you say, I want the best possible thing you got, they're going to roll out the, the wheelbarrow of benefits for you, but it's going to be pricey. My opinion is make sure you have enough coverage. Frank had, I, I don't know the specifics, but Frank had an ungodly amount of coverage on his house. Okay. My house co- is covered for as much as it's worth. That's it. No more and no less. Frank's was covered for oh, quite a bit more. Okay. Frank's car insurance had all kinds of riders and things added to it that were unnecessary in my opinion because a lot of it had to do with, you know, coverage for medical bills if someone got hit or something like that or someone is in the car. It wasn't just due to the protection of the of the car itself or the car that was being hit, which is fine, but it was excessive for what Frank needed. Make sure that you're getting good coverage on these things. You don't want to go with the bare minimum by any stretch of the imagination, but you want good coverage. There's a balance there, and you have to keep that in mind. There's got to be a balance. You have to be able to afford it comfortably. You don't want to go insurance poor. So that's the number one thing you can do. Make sure you're keeping, is this worth it in the back of your head, financially speaking. Um, that's number one. And then, of course, you know if you, if you have a Medicare plan, you know, any one of my clients, I would want them to, you know, take my advice for one. I wish Frank did, because we probably could have saved him at least a thousand dollars a year in premium. And it doesn't sound like a lot, but over the over a, a long span, that could really make a difference. So don't pay too much just to work with a particular insurance company. I'm not saying that it's not a bad thing to go with a particular insurance company. If it's a if it's a you know a really close in premium difference, if it's a ten dollar difference, twenty dollar difference, thirty dollar difference, even, but in Frank's case, it was almost a hundred dollars a month difference. 
Don't do that to work with a particular insurance company. There's a lot of good insurance companies out there. Keep that in mind. So don't overpay by that much to work with a particular insurance company. It's just not worth it. There's no insurance company on earth that's that that's worth it for. Okay. You want good benefits, you want good plans. You want a good insurance company, find the best balance of all of it, but keep the price in mind. Okay. Frank was so attached to this particular insurance company, he would not leave them for the world. And there were things like that. That's what's going on with that. So, what you need to understand is you need to make sure that you're not maxing things out more than you can handle, financially speaking. And that's the first um, step, in my opinion, of what you can do. So what's number two? Number two is very, very simple. There are insurance policies for everything. Um, I watch a particular um, television show, okay? And I'm not going to say the name of the television show because I don't want anyone to judge me. But my wife and I watch it. We get a kick out of it. So basically, what happened on this television show was... And it's a comedy. So they're... The insurance salesman showed up on their door. He was selling volcano insurance. And um, they didn't have a volcano where they live. And long story short, you know, he smooth-talked the husband. The husband's not very smart in this TV show. He bought volcano insurance. And it was just a big joke, you know. It was a big joke. And it's just rip-off. That's an extreme situation, of course, but don't buy insurance for something you don't need. What I mean by that is if you have a Medicare supplement, don't buy a freaking cancer policy. You don't need it. Your supplement's going to pay for it. And I see people do buy both, and I don't get why. You know, If you have a Medicare Advantage plan and you're going to buy a cancer policy, I mean, think about it first. The other thing is, you know, if... You're just getting your teeth cleaned every six months. Don't buy a $30, $40 a month dental vision hearing policy. Make sure that you're actually going to use it, you know, or if you're getting even a couple fillings a year, you probably would make more use of it. But make sure that you are going to use it. If you have that dental vision hearing policy and you've had it for a couple years and you've just gotten your teeth cleaned with it, you're, you're losing money on that puppy. Don't buy policies that you're not going to use or you're not going to make use of. There's insurance for everything, folks, and not all of it is necessary for all of us. In my opinion, unless you have a particular um, unique situation, which some of us do, um, don't get me wrong, but for the normal person, you need good health insurance, you need life insurance, in my opinion, you need homeowner's insurance, and you need car insurance, Everything on the outside of those four is extra. I'm not saying you can't get it. I'm not saying you don't need it. Depending on who you are, you might. It depends on your needs. Insurance is all a need-based business. But people nowadays, especially sleazy insurance salesmen, are in the business of basically hooking you on for anything they can get you for. I've seen a lot of people where the, you know they've, they've been with a certain insurance broker for three or four years before they come to me. And he's got them on the hook for six different policies, and they don't even know what they do most of the time. 
They're like, well, I think this one does this, and I don't even know what this one is, and taking money in my account, but I don't know who it is or what they do or what they cover. Don't do that. Don't get more than what you need. So if I can leave you with anything today, it's number one, don't, I, don't overpay. Don't max out too much. Unless you can afford it, of course, then, you know, God bless you. Some, of, some people are in that situation. I'm not telling you what to do, but if you're in a situation where you feel like you're paying too much premiums, this is, these, are, these are two ways you can lower them. So make sure you're not overmaxed. Number two, make sure that you're not purchasing policies that you really just don't need. You just don't need them, folks. I mean, I have dental vision hearing policies on my wife and I. We probably don't need them, but that's okay. You know, my wife's had some dental problems over the years. She just has bad genes. She brushes her teeth like crazy. She's got good, healthy mouth. She just, her teeth are a little weak and sensitive, and they just, they have problems. So I have dental policies on this for that reason. And we use it. We make use of it. But a lot of people wouldn't. Just know yourself, know your needs, be able to look at things rationally, make good decisions. Don't pick up policies that you don't need. Don't be the guy in that TV show that buys the volcano insurance when you don't live anywhere near a volcano. (laughs) That's the best tip I can give you. So number one, to refresh, don't overmax because they end up paying you too much. Number two, don't buy policies that you don't need and only you can determine if you need something or not. Stay with me in segment three. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Welcome back, folks. Thank you so much for sticking with me all the way to the end here. I hope you got some value out of this. I see a lot of people that are usually one of the two extremes. I don't usually see people that have it just right in the balance. And it's a kind of a specific per person. So, you know, that could very well be based on personal preference. But I see people have one of two extremes. They're either undercovered, underprotected, or overprotected. Try to find a nice balance because there is such a thing and only you can determine what that is. Okay, but try not to be a Frank. For all I know, Frank was protected the way Frank wanted to be. You know, it made him sleep better at night and made him feel safer. And that's okay. But I just hated to see Frank work till basically 80 years old before he could retire and not be able to enjoy it. You know, so there are different extremes it all depends on you and your specific preferences and needs and so on and so forth, et cetera, et cetera, yada, yada. You know the spiel. But just to heed my words, take what I said into consideration. Folks, I work with people on Medicare. If you're listening to this and you're on Medicare and you happen to live in Utah, Idaho, and Florida, those are the three states my company is licensed to work with people on their Medicare plans in. Give us a call. I mean, we um, if you're if you're about to get on Medicare or you're already on Medicare and you're just not sure if you're satisfied with what you got, 
I will offer you a free, no obligation consultation. Um, call my office and ask for Christian. And I'd be more than happy to talk with you, no obligation. But at the very least, we're taking a look. We're finding out if there's anything better for you. Our office number is 801-255-5340. 801-255-5340. And I'd love to talk with you. Thank you so much, folks. Again, I hope all you fathers out there had a wonderful Father's Day. You deserve it. This was my first Father's Day as a father. So it was kind of a neat experience. Um, I can't wait to talk with you again on Saturday. Have a wonderful week. We'll be bringing you a great episode. Take care. Talk soon.